Hello. Welcome back to A Better World. This is your host, Mitchell J. Raven. A better world. This is your host, Mitchell J. Raven, and I'm very glad you're joining us again today. Uh, today, we are going to be continuing on with our interview of Rocky Anderson, who is running for president of the United States in the Justice Party. We had him on as our guest last week, and it looks like we're having some technical difficulties connecting with blog talk radio uh, for whatever reason. I don't know why. And uh, if I'm not able to get through, I won't be able to patch him in. So I'm working diligently as I'm speaking with you um, in order to accomplish that goal. So we'll see what happens here in just a few moments. But in the meantime, I will take a moment to convey to you all that we're at a point in history, unlike perhaps any other in U.S. history, uh, and it's one in which we have had such an intense breakdown of communication between the parties that these two parties, the Democrat and the Republican alike, are no longer serving the people, not even a little bit, but truly at all. They are serving their corporate sponsors. And it's sad to say, as an American who would like to see a highly functional and harmonious form of government, which we have had at various points along our historical path, and one in which uh, the people are served according to the principles and the word of the Constitution. But it's been some time since that's been the case. Unfortunately, the Constitution has been uh, preempted and co-opted, and there seems little that we are able to do right now within the structure of our current system. It ends up that the... Uh, it ends up that the two parties have been bought by the same um, – I'm working on something here. Let's see. By the same institutions, and they have their own privately held agendas – 
and it's not the same as ours. So, <laughs> what do we do? It's uh, it's a serious problem. It's a very serious problem. We really have very few places to turn in order to see the will of the people realized. So, this is what allows for uh, this is what allows for the upsurge, you could say, of interest in a third party. And that, of course, is what we're looking toward the Justice Party to help us with, that we can put our trust in a party that can really bring us forward in terms of the realization of true democratic values and at this point reform we no longer have a rule of law we have a whole different way of life which is essentially a corporate system when it comes to our democracy there is no room for us unfortunately it seems that there is only room for the corporatocracy well, Rocky Anderson is seeking to turn that around and restore our democracy to the people. There are really no other politicians on the uh, circuit, you could say, that are speaking that language. I am having, uh, it looks like there is a, Serious problem with Blog Talk Radio right now. I don't know what to say, but I'm unable to enter our uh, proper place. The radio um, website is not functioning properly. I'm I'm very sorry, and it's not allowing me in in order to do this, uh, which was to the plan to bring you again, Rocky Anderson. And with that not being accessible, I just am going to have to delay this until the following week with Rocky. And uh, I know he was eager to speak with my audience here about this, but it's out of my control. Uh, the Blog Talk Radio website is not functioning um, and letting me in properly to... Uh, patch him in so my my apologies to Rocky Anderson it has nothing to do with him it has to do actually with cyberspace and um, I will um, between this week and next uh, get this corrected but nonetheless since you are hearing my voice out there I will continue with this track and spend this show at least discussing um, the candidacy of Rocky Anderson and hitting a couple of points that it will be valuable um, for you all to know of. And in that way, you can participate in turning our democracy around, reowning our democracy, as it were, because, in fact, it has slipped out of our hands. If you look at the behaviors of many federal agencies from the SEC on the money side, 
uh, the financial side and financial rules and regulations to the FDA and the ruling of what is permissible in our food chain or our um, pharmaceutical chain, or if you look at the USDA and look at what meat and what other animal products are also permissible, you would actually just kind of faint at how co-opted each of these agencies and many, many more, uh, Bureau of Land Management and on and on, these have all been co-opted. They've basically been bought by corporate interests that control these agencies. And this has been the case for some time. It's not brand new, but the intensity of it and the magnitude of it has gone off the scale. It should never have been that way, the way it is now, but it has become that way. And it has to do with private money in our public system. And Rocky Anderson, who I have gotten to know over the past several months, I had him on as a guest on my regular weekly Monday evening show on Progressive Radio Network, speaking at length about his policies, about his true deep belief in the fundamental values of the United States, of the Constitution, of the Bill of Rights, of truly humanitarian values, ecological, environmentally sound values, the appreciation of the rule of law, that there is one law that, that serves all people and not just some of the people, and uh, these fundamental principles that we call very American because they're very humane, they're very common sense, they uplift the spirit of humanity, they do not oppress it. Yet today, with what is going on with end runs around the, the FISA court by the uh, National Security Agency, by the former administration, even by this Obama administration, we're seeing um, breaches of, of law by high offices in government. And because of who it is that is committing these kinds of offenses, there is no rule of law being enforced by our justice system. Or if you want to apply the same to Wall Street, well, it's beautifully exemplified, horribly, I should say, exemplified in the film Inside Job, uh, which won the uh, Academy Award last year for Best Documentary, in which we see in no uncertain terms the true co-opting of our government, the White House, the Department of Treasury by Goldman Sachs. On it goes. And it's a travesty. It's a true travesty. There are literally millions of people right now that have been kicked out of their homes because of the subprime debacle, which the headaches of which, the problems of which, the serious consequences of which were known by government and by the banking system and by regulatory agencies literally years ahead of time. And various people who had the foresight and even just the arithmetic common sense to do some calculations could see it was going to be a disaster. There was going to be a bubble that was completely um, popped. 
And indeed, that is what has happened. And uh, what I can tell you is that in my dialogues with Rocky Anderson, he sees this. He does not at all back off from what he sees. And, oh, it looks like, it looks like the website may have come back on here and I don't know if Rocky could be accessed, but if so, let me try and see if I can bring him into the conversation because there's no one better than the man himself. Uh, I am a weak uh, advocate and cheerleader in comparison to the words of him himself. So um, I would look forward to that. Uh, where I said I have interviewed such people as uh, Representative Congressman Dennis Kucinich on my A Better World radio on Progressive Radio Network a couple of times. I was a major advocate of his when he was running for the Democratic nomination. Prior to that, just to give you a little idea of myself and my own politics, uh, I was a strong advocate of Dr. John Hagelin. If you don't know anything about these folks, go to my website, www.abetterworld.net, abetterworld.net, and there you will be able to access in the radio archive my uh, dialogues with Dennis Kucinich and... Uh, get hold of the newsletters which have described some of the work of the Natural Law Party <clears throat> um, who uh, was headed up by presidential candidate in 1992-96 and the year 2000, Dr. John Hagelin, an award-winning physicist. Now, uh, I'm laying that out because there is precedent in my work in media and in general. Um, oh, it looks like we have him for uh, third parties, and it looks like we may have Rocky now. Rocky, are you there? I am. Yeah, I'm glad, we, glad the technology is working for you. Oh, my. Oh, my. Thank you for your patience. It just came through. I kept testing it and testing it, and something, some glitch got cleared up over there, and now I was... Uh, Persistence pays. That's what it comes to. That's right. Well, good. You know? I'm glad we are able to connect and uh, uh, continue our discussion from last week, Mark. Exactly, exactly. This is part two of Rocky Anderson. I was giving an intro just now while I was fidgeting with the computer to try to bring you back on. So I was glad I was able to actually see you. Welcome, Rocky. A pleasure to have you again. Really good to be here. Good, good, good. So I've been talking about your candidacy in the Justice Party, that a third party is really the way we have to go because all of the government is admired in uh, a corporate brainwash and money wash. Citizens United, uh, a Supreme Court decision that is unprecedented in all of U.S. history, um, has really kind of been the cherry on the cake about um, bringing uh, flooding the uh, the 
campaigns with money from these things called super PACs. Nobody even really knows what it is, but it's a new word in circulation, which allows the billionaire class to place money into campaigns and in an undisclosed anonymous kind of way. So then there arrives Rocky Anderson, former mayor of Salt Lake City, 125th largest city in the nation, who reduces the carbon footprint of a conservative city by one-third in around three years, has won more awards for his humanitarian service, both as mayor and as an award-winning lawyer for 21 years, always fighting on behalf of the people of different ethnicities, of different gender-related issues, on and on. You're just a man of the people, and you've broken into the race here. Talk a little bit about it. And people have concerns, of course, about being a spoiler when voting third-party, Rocky. And uh, I know you're very sensitive to the subject, but when I look at it, I don't really see a difference between and Obama, and in this case, what looks like a Romney. Or it doesn't matter who. I, I see essentially Obama as a uh, Republican in Democratic clothing. Well, I, but I'd like I to think, hear your view. I think in large part that's very true, Mitchell. Uh, I, I don't think we could say that there's no difference between the two parties, but what you've got you. is these differences within – a corrupt, perverse system in which both of these parties and these candidates thrive. Uh, I mean, President Obama, even before the Citizens United case, you know, everybody talks about Citizens United as if that set all of this corruption in motion. It's been corrupt for decades, uh, both the millions of dollars being poured into lobbyists so that these corporate interests can have their way with Congress and the White House, the exactly. massive campaign contributions, all the loopholes so that people can pour money into our political system and yes. basically put these people on retainer to do their will rather than to do what's in the public's interest. So yes. we can either vote for these parties, uh, recognizing that there are some differences. They might nominate uh, different people for the Supreme Court. But remember, without the Democrats, we wouldn't have the right wing right now uh, of the Supreme Court. We wouldn't have Clarence yes. Thomas if Democrats had stood up. We wouldn't have Alito. Uh, we wouldn't have Roberts in the Supreme Court had yes. the Democrats held their ground. So, yeah, I mean, you might see some of those differences. And, yeah, it makes some difference over the long term. But we'll still have this rotten system. We'll still have this plutocracy, which is government of, by, and for the wealthy interests. And we, the people, are getting completely shafted as a result and will continue to be completely shafted unless we support somebody who stands for a very different way in this country. And I, I, I would tell anybody, don't don't fall for the slogans like people did with Obama, where he had no history change. of really standing up for principle. This hope and change stuff, it, it was all PR hype. There was nothing yes. in his career that indicated in any way that he would ever really stand 
for significant hope and change. Uh, but I would urge people, take a look at my record. Go to the Wikipedia page. Go to my bi- biography on, our, on my website, which is BoatRocky.org. Take a look at what I've devoted my life to, the successes yeah. that I've had, not only in 21 years of practicing law, and I represented plaintiffs in securities fraud cases and antitrust cases, in, in professional negligence cases, in a lot of, of seminal civil rights matters. Uh, but then I, I was eight years as mayor of Salt Lake City, standing up against the Bush administration and the complicit Congress in terms of the war of aggression against Iraq, uh, the human rights abuses that were committed during the course of the so-called war on terror. And now look what President Obama is doing, saying, oh, let's forget about those war crimes. Let's forget about those people who committed federal felonies and engaging in illegal surveillance on American citizens' communications. And then, yeah, yeah, President Obama surrounded himself with people from Wall Street, having been the largest recipient in U.S. history of campaign contributions from Wall Street, and standing by while all this criminality took place and not one person being held criminally accountable. This We now have a system of government, where there's this very narrow class, very privileged class, both economically and in terms of accountability under the law. So what I would say to anybody that says, well, what about the lesser of two evils? Isn't it better to have Obama than a Romney in office? No, it's better for all of us to stand up and take a principled stance and say we're all going to go in a different direction. Send the message that we're not going to stand still for this anymore, that we're going to demand major changes. And when that message is sent, whether I win or lose this race, it's going to have an impact. Yes. Let me ask you this. In the case, and there is a case to be made about why you could potentially win, and I actually use the Obama uh, run in 2008 as a, interesting um, precedent, and that is whoever thought that this young black junior senator who nobody knew, even with, you you want to really get down to it, a name like Hussein after the Iraq war, uh, would beat Hillary Clinton, former first lady of the well-loved Clinton, even if, forget about all the series of errors he made. But that aside, she was very much the front runner. And this young guy who nobody knows with virtually no experience comes up and wins the nomination. I say that's a miracle. Number two, he then I would comes say it's along. a miracle, but go ahead, Mitchell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then uh, I want to hear what you have to say, Rocky. Then he comes along and beats the old Vietnam hero that everybody knows, John McCain for literally president of the United States. And so what we have is two, I say two miracles um, of a sort, of a fashion, and things happened in the body politic, Rocky, that no one ever expected. And now I say, here you are with 
a situation in which millions of people are defecting from the Republican and Democratic parties, which you made note of in our prior um, our prior discussion, and more people want out, more people are seeing through the system, are seeing that the politicians are not there for them, but are for their corporate sponsors. It is not completely improbable that they could turn to your uh, party and turn their attention toward you and see that you are actually a voice of calm and reason in the middle of a storm and say, Rocky, please take office and lead us back to the promised land, back to, that is, we the people, and back to the rule of law and the Constitution. I think you're right. How would you accomplish if, if that would happen? How would you accomplish it when there would be <clears throat> perhaps no one in Congress who's also a member of the uh, Justice Party? Well, first of all, I think it would send a very strong message to Congress that they better get their house in order. For them to have an eight percent approval rating, the historic low. I mean, people oh. are saying they'd rather have somebody picked at random than to elect the people that we have in Congress right now. Oh, my gosh. And really? there is every signal. When you talk about the storm, there is a perfect storm brewing for a third party or an independent candidate. The polls show that the vast majority of people want to see a third party or an independent candidate. You've probably heard John Huntsman talk about the need for a third party here. You mm -hmm. know, he... he he has great promises, Republican candidate down the road. He certainly was the most sensible among all of Truly. those people on the stage. Truly. Uh, he's a great old friend of mine. I, I, I knew him Excellent. long before he was governor of Utah. Uh, but mm -hmm. he talks sense. Uh, he did when he was governor here. He'd take on our right-wing yeah. legislature on matters and with real courage and conviction. But he's mm. even saying we need a third party that's not part of this political duopoly. And that's not yes. just my language. He used the word duopoly. And why do we say duopoly? Uh, we, we know what monopolies do single-handedly. Duopolies Correct. do the same thing. They come together, they try to run everything, and they're doing it in terms of ballot access. They've come together and made it virtually impossible in some states for third parties or independents to get on the ballot. And then they do it during the, the presidential debates through this phony Presidential Debate Commission, which was a sole creation of the Republican and Democratic parties. Mm -hmm. And so even though they've got this nice seal and it makes it look like it's some kind of governmental commission or some independent commission. No. Yes. Every time you see that seal, understand it's completely run by the Republican Democratic parties. That's why you didn't see Pat Robertson or Ralph Nader or the second time around Ross Perot participating in those debates. In fact, it's so manipulated by the candidates, they just get together with the, through their representatives. They write out a memorandum of understanding. They set all the terms for the debate, and then they hand it over to this presidential debate commission, which then goes out and executes it according to the orders of the Republican Democratic Party. So that's what duopolies do. They call all the shots. They, they, they gather all the power and control for themselves, and in this country, it has completely undermined our democracy because what do they do once they're elected? They go out and they sell their souls. 
both Congress exactly. and the White House. Let I, I want to know, this. Mitchell, have... does anybody really think that President Obama woke up one day and said, well, I'm supposed to be here serving the public interest, and, and it, I, you well, know, it would really be in the public interest to go veto the efforts of the EPA to reduce ozone levels in our communities. Ozone that kills, ozone that makes people sick. And yet that's exactly what he did, and it's because of the corrupting influence of money from polluting industries. Yes, exactly. We, we, you, you have described the scenario altogether too accurately, and it's painful to hear, but it's also liberating to hear someone in your position with your wealth of experience to really know from the inside, Rocky, what the real lay of the land is. Unfortunately, we're just about out of time. How can people learn more? How can people get involved, help with ballot access in all the 50 states? How can people make donations? How can people follow up with Rocky Anderson for president? Well, first of all, uh, please go to our Facebook page uh, under Rocky Anderson Public Figure and let us know if you'd like to participate in helping us get on the ballot in your state. Go to our website. You can contact us through the website, voterocky.org. And while you're there, click on news. We've got videos there. We've got radio interviews, including yours, Mitchell. We've got uh, uh, television interviews. Uh, We've actually gotten out a lot, and I think the reason we're going to see more and more mainstream access is because they know that people in this country want to hear a different voice. They want alternatives, and they want essential change. They thought they were getting it with President Obama. They were betrayed. Now is an opportunity to take things in a very different direction. Wonderful. Thank you. We are out of time. I want to thank you again deeply for your commitment to the United States and the people in the Constitution, and I look forward to having you back again soon. Thank you, Mitchell. Absolutely. Thank you very much for joining us. Visit us at our website at www.abetterworld.tv. We always love hearing from you. Get on the newsletter, and we have videos posted on our homepage of Rocky Anderson. Please tune in as well as my radio interviews with him. This is Mitchell J. Rabin for A Better World. Thank you again for joining us. We'll be back again next Wednesday on Blog Talk Radio, Monday at 6 p.m. on Progressive Radio Network, accessible also from abetterworld.tv. Thank you again. See you next week.